Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 11th of October. It is officially Freedom Day for New South Wales today, with 5 million people coming out of 15 weeks of lockdown. Pubs, restaurants, hairdressers, gyms and cafes can reopen, with some businesses getting an early start, opening their doors from midnight last night. Caps have also been increased to 10 for fully vaccinated visitors to homes, while up to 30 people can gather outside. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet says it's been a long time coming. It's a big day uh, for our state and to everyone across New South Wales, uh, you've earned it. It's been a hundred days of uh, blood, sweat and no beers. Meantime, the Melbourne Cup will go ahead with crowds next month, with Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews confirming a COVID-safe plan for the major event. The proposal will see 10,000 vaccinated punters allowed through the gates, but if Victoria has not reached the 80% vaccine milestone by the 2nd of November, only those within a 25k radius of Flemington will be allowed to attend. Daniel Andrews says the plan is just part of the state's roadmap back to normal. This is all about uh, those sorts of events being back, us as a state, an economy and a community being open. The announcement comes after a weekend of record COVID cases in Victoria, with almost 2,000 new infections recorded on Saturday and another 1,800 yesterday. International travel could resume as early as next month, with the federal government pushing for reopening our borders and home quarantine to be fast-tracked. But it looks like the plan, which could be effective as early as the 1st of November, will only be applicable in New South Wales, with other states and territories remaining firm on their border restrictions. Here is Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Now that would mean home quarantine for vaccinated Australians wishing to return home via Sydney and giving the option for international travel for vaccinated Australians to leave and to return. Meantime, ATAGI has endorsed a third COVID vaccine for the severely immunocompromised. More advice on booster shots for the general population is set to be provided by ATAGI at the end of the month. Epidemiologist Professor Catherine Bennett says for some vaccines, we may just need a third dose rather than annual boosters. We're only really hearing about this so far with the Pfizer vaccine. And the first we heard about it when the CEO came out and spoke some months ago was actually suggesting a third dose might be necessary. So not that booster that means that implies you might need it continually so that's the hope and we can watch what happens overseas now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground and to south australia and there's a new covid alert after a teenager tested positive he'd been in quarantine after traveling on a virgin australia flight that was listed as an exposure site after it emerged a crew member had been working while infectious on a number of flights passengers and flight crew in three states are now isolating and our reporter sean maynard has the details from adelaide yeah this is south australia's latest brush with covid tash after dodge several virus bullets in recent weeks. Almost all of them have been truck drivers who'd come into the state while infectious. This latest case, though, has authorities concerned the virus has spread to passengers on multiple airline flights between Melbourne and Adelaide, Melbourne and Sydney, and Melbourne and Newcastle. The SA Virgin Flight VA219 last Monday has been listed as an exposure site. That's the service this teenage boy was travelling on before getting a positive test result yesterday. Crucially, he'd been in a Medi Hotel 
since arriving from Melbourne. Premier Stephen Marshall says it's further proof vaccination is so important as SAI's reopening of the borders with New South Wales and Victoria. We want to do everything we can to continue uh, to roll out our plan to allow uh, the Delta variant into South Australia. It's inevitable that it will come in, but we want to do it in a managed way. Uh, the flight crew member is a man in his 40s. He didn't enter Adelaide Airport, but dozens, if not hundreds of people are now isolating across at least three states as a result. To Victoria now and the anti-corruption watchdog will start five weeks of public hearings from today investigating the Victorian Labor Party over allegations MPs and staff misused public money. As James Lake reports from Melbourne, the allegations could have major ramifications for the government and the Premier. Essentially, Tash, the independent, broad-based anti-corruption commission is investigating whether public funds were used to fund political work. Now, that is work to benefit the Labor Party rather than taxpayers. It's also investigating if community associations were given Victorian government grants that were then misused to fund political work or for other improper purposes. It will be hard for Premier Daniel Andrews to escape any blowback at all. He has been the Premier since 2014 and leader of the party since 2010. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Federal and state governments, as we know, have spent a fortune to try and save the economy from a long job-killing recession, but it has led to a trillion-dollar debt problem. That's right. It's left historically high debt, which is now at $873 billion, but is now heading towards $1 trillion by 2030. Before the coronavirus arrived, our debt was only $273 billion. But when governments decide to save economies, it leaves debts, which is better than dull queues and bankrupt businesses. Absolutely. But help could be on the way for that big debt problem, Peter, with Sydney set to spend. This is extraordinary. Half a billion dollars over this week alone. Extraordinary, isn't it? And that's exactly how Australia will kill that trillion dollar debt. The financial year was expected to grow at 4%. That's a big number. But Deloitte Economics thinks it could be peeled back to 1.5% because of the losses to growth because of lockdowns in Sydney and Melbourne. The more we spend, the faster the economy grows, the more jobs are created, and the greater are the profits for businesses. And out of that, we will pay taxes that will actually help kill that trillion dollar debt. Let's hope the bounce back continues. And Peter, in other news this morning, China is lifting its ban on Australian coal with the country now caught in a power problem as winter approaches. That's right. The world might want to ban coal to protect the planet, but China is not ready to do so with record demand driving up prices as the northern winter approaches. Stockpiles of banned Australian coal have been left on Chinese ports for months, but now are being loaded and sent to power stations to provide much-needed electricity. Peter, thank you. Cheers. for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett plenty of cricket news around as we get closer to summer let's start with the Aussie women's side who wrapped up their series against India in sensational style yes good morning Tash really entertaining series this one and the Aussie women's side getting it done in the end certainly closely fought though so this took into account the one days there was a one-off pink test pink ball test and then the T20 so the third and final of those last night on the Gold Coast the series was already in the bag but just like the rest of the series it was certainly 
closely fought and not easy for our um, Aussie women's side. Beth Mooney top scored with the bat, 61 of 43. Tali McGrath, the star all-rounder, then chipped in with an unbeaten 44. So he set India a target of 150 to win on the Gold Coast. We restricted them to six for 135 in reply. And McGrath played so well across the series. She was named player of the match and the series last night. It was certainly a tough one, and yeah, I haven't played T20 this level before. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, batting is batting, sea ball, hit ball, so um, lucky enough to get a few out the middle and get a few wins, and just really proud of the team. It was an unreal series, and pretty special to be a part of. While the men's T20 side is gearing up for the World Cup, uh, they're in Abu Dhabi at the moment. Matthew Wade is preparing to bat in the middle order. In this scenario, you know, depending on what the pitches are doing, then you dictate it on how you have to play, but at the lower end of the order, you're looking at 10 or 12 balls, hopefully, at a maximum if we're batted really well so it's how you're going to try and cash in on those. And England has named its strongest possible squad for the Ashes in Australia this summer. Joe Root, the captain, Josh Butler the vice-captain, Ben Stokes, Jofra Archer have both been ruled out, Tash. Incredible cricket on all sides and in the AFL, Brett, the trade deadline is fast approaching with a number of deals going down to the wire. And Richmond has now made a massive play to snare the number one draft pick off North Melbourne. They've offered picks 7, 15, 26 and Callum Coleman-Jones to key forward. The Kangaroos have knocked that back. They did land key defender Robbie Tarrant as a free agent and he's looking forward to a fresh start at Punt Road Oval. Super excited to be joining the Tigers and can't wait to get down to the club and meet the players, coaches and staff and get stuck into pre-season. Looking forward to a big 2022 and can't wait to have you guys back in the stands. Bobby Hill has officially requested the Giants trade him to the Bombers for family reasons. The small forward still has one year left on his contract. Tash, the trade deadline is on Wednesday night. And Brett, in Formula One, we have a new championship leader. And that is Max Verstappen actually finished uh, second at the Turkish Grand Prix. Valtteri Bottas uh, claiming a commanding uh, win there. But Lewis Hamilton, his teammate, was back in fifth. Not happy with Mercedes either and their strategy throughout the race. But it was Bottas's day in Turkey. And Bottas crosses the line to win the Turkish Grand Prix. It has been the commanding performance. And have to mention Tyson Fury, the heavyweight champion of the world. All-time classic against Deontay Wilder yesterday. Got him with an 11th round knockout. Both fighters hit the canvas throughout the fight. He even managed to sing in the ring afterwards in Las Vegas. Pretty amazing scenes there, Tash, yesterday. Yeah, as you do. Sing in the ring. Thanks so much, Brett. (laughs) Thank you, Tash. And feel like an outback adventure for free? Well, the local council of Quilpie, about 1,000 kilometres west of Brisbane, is giving away land under a new plan to combat the region's housing crisis. Home buyers are being given a $12,500 grant if they buy land and build in the rural town. With some blocks selling for just over $12,000, it means the block basically comes for free. The council area currently has a population of around 800 people at its most Famous for opal mining and dinosaur bones. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.